Welcome to Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show, presented by TheIndieRadio.com, with your hosts, Kente and Mosaic. This program hosts a weekly panel of men and women who discuss topics such as dating, the workplace, family, spirituality, cheating, and of course, sex. Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, this show is simulcasted live, audio and video between Facebook and YouTube, which allows listeners all over the world to gather together to tackle challenging relationship issues. And now, here is your host, Mosaic and Kente. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm so happy to be here. Uh, my co-host, Mosaic, will be joining us in just a few, but let's get to our panel. All right, so as we always like to do, we'll do the ladies first. We're going to start off with the one and only Miss Melanie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Miss Melanie. Um I uh, am a cosplayer, podcaster, avid reader, and I'm uh, very interested and happy to be here tonight to uh, conversation with you guys tonight. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. And also joining us is Alexis. How are you doing, Alexis? I'm doing well. I'm Alexis. Um, I'm a seamstress. I make a lot of uh, cosplay costumes, uh, Disney, Harry Potter, like vintage style costumes. Um, I'm from Texas, and I'm really excited to be here. Now, we've already had a snafu. Um, there's a certain uh, uh, virtual, or how would I describe her? AI oh, am I not friend? allowed to where I'm from? Uh, no, no, no. I have a certain uh, AI friend who has a similar name to you, that when you say her name, <laughs> she starts oh. talking. <laughs> and I've already, I've already <laughs> triggered her in our pre-chat. So uh, I'm going to try not to trigger because she likes to start talking. So I think you guys know who it is. She, she works for Google. Listen, that is why I renamed my, the one that's in my living room Echo so that it doesn't trigger when. Uh, you know what? That's a good idea. I, I think well, I need listen, to rename it. I said, I said his name. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to the gentleman, uh, let me introduce my co-host, uh, Mosaic. How you doing, Mosaic? I'm great. I am tired, too. I just finished cutting the grass, and then my dad was like, um, I'm hungry. And I was like, wait a minute. You're making me late for my show. But I got to feed my dad. So, <laughs> But I'm good. How's everybody tonight? Excellent. Excellent. And I'm so glad to see your smiling face. All right, so let's get to the fellas. All right, uh, this gentleman, his name is Marcus. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, Marcus. Hello, my name is Marcus. I'm actually on the other side of the country here in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm into everything, comic books, cartoons, wrestling, the entire nerd experience. I'm down with it. So I'm also um, part of a huge ministry known as Worth Ministry, where we go into the community and we just help out and we just give love to everyone we meet. So, yeah. All right. All right. I love that. I love it. I love it. And last, definitely not least, the one and only JB. Tell us about yourself. What's popping, everybody? It's your boy JB. Part-time Jedi, full-time Wakanda. <laughs> I'm like all over the nerd spectrum with it. Wrestling, anime, comic books, video games, whatever you like. 
a YouTube podcast, and I do some writing too. So I guess I'll plug afterwards. I guess we all plug in afterwards. But um, yeah, we're glad to be here. All right, and I'm glad that you are here. And uh, okay, so this is um, just to kind of give a little background to what this show is about. Uh, about three years ago, four years ago, we did our second what we call blurred episode, uh, Black and Nerdy. And both shows that we did were, was very, very popular. And there was uh, a desire by our fan base to do another show, but it took four years to do another one. So uh, here we are. And um, I'm so happy that that you find people are, are on the show, uh, all new uh, group of people to talk about this topic. Now, um, I'm 45 years old. And when I was coming up, the last thing you wanted to be called was a nerd. Like... <laughs> Like, if you was called a nerd, that meant, like, you ain't got no woman. <laughs> you know, you was getting teased. You were getting pushed in lockers. You know, people would, if people liked, you know, what is called, you know, today nerd culture, you kept it secret, right? You didn't, it was almost like you, you were in the, the nerd closet, essentially. And uh, so nobody wanted to, to, to take that moniker on. Now, things are definitely change to where you know everybody wants to claim it people who i would say and we we could talk about it i don't know i'm gonna just call some people out they're not legit nerds i feel like they're is there like a a, a name for like a fake nerd like is there a term for that like a, a third i don't know <laughs> i'm probably a fake nerd i'm probably the least nerdiest person on this panel tonight like my nerdiness probably goes to Black Panther, and then I'm probably gonna cosplay when I go to the Thundercat show in August. But <laughs> I think the so term cat ears and everything. <laughs> I think the term has definitely evolved over time. I I think you know back in the day, for me, I think nerd used to mean for me it used to be tied to intelligence or or really a deep knowledge about a specific subject. And I think over time, it's it's now evolved to just really enjoying a certain fandom and so it's become you're just uh, really enjoying a certain thing and so i think that change and shift has made people who enjoy you know anything that that is related to um, a subculture people have decided that that has made them a nerd or blurred if you're a black person who enjoys a subculture and so i think that that shift has made it um opened it up to more people wanting to be labeled as such. Yeah. Say, yeah. You got a good point. Not to mention like all the good movies and everything the pop culture has brought, like being a blurred into the atmosphere. The word started off with a TV show called Scrubs, which was one of my favorites from back in the day. And now it's something completely different. Thanks to like the hits with the Marvel movies, people made it Things like that made it okay for people to say they love Marvel and start reading the comics. And those who grew up with the very first Iron Man was like, yo, they started doing the cartoons and it just exposed so much. And now culture, pop culture in general, is just blown up. And it's no. like the term nerd means so much to different fandoms. Like there's like car clubs out there. They call themselves cars enthusiasts, but basically they're car nerds. Mm -hmm. and there's mm -hmm. yeah. like, My husband understand. would be very mad about that. <laughs> but it's true, but it's true. That's what they it are. True. Like understand that we are the culture now. 
and have been for quite a while now. And I'm glad that everything is now out in the forefront. And as the industry um, has proven that we are very viable and they're feeding us everything. We just got Moon Knight finished up. We just got Doctor Strange wrapped up in theaters this, um, over the past, what, five days now. Then we got Miss Marvel coming out, Obi-Wan, Thor. Like, we're getting a lot. <laughs> we are being fed because we are the culture. They know we exist and they know we're out here in numbers. So it's more now than ever a golden time to be a nerd. But the thing is, we've always been here. I mean, Star Wars came out in 19, I'm sorry, in 1977. So right. it's not like we came out of nowhere. They, we, the culture has existed. Um, and, and they know that we, they could make money out of us because when Star Wars came out, you know, obviously George Lucas didn't know how big of a thing it was going to be, but the culture was always there. There were always people who had an interest in sci-fi, fantasy, um, and all of these different subcultures. It's just that now uh, they've figured out how to market to us and they've realized that those of us who are now in our 30s and 40s have disposable income and are willing to spend lots of money on all of these things. Well, that's the thing. It's not just that. It's those of us who grew up loving the culture, like Thundercats, He-Man, like Kevin Smith, for example, how he revamped the new He-Man revisions. And it was a really, really great job. But those of us who grew up and we're now in our 40s, we're now part of the movie scene where we're making and producing these things, where we're producing music, we're producing anime, we're producing the TV shows. These shows are not drawn by little kids or children. They're grown, they're, sorry, they're being made and produced by grown adults who grew up in that culture. They might've been, like you said, in the early days, back in the early nineties and the early eighties, yeah, they were like closet nerds, but now that's more popular, they're branching out and they're giving to fellow well, nerds and there is a market for that and they're just following the money trail but at the same time they're actually doing justice because now that we've come along as far as like um the television and as far as like um production values they now have the budget and they now have the technology to finally represent the things that they grew up loving and to bring it to the big screen or to the small screens Hmm, very well said. Um, there's so much to to unpack with this conversation, and uh, you know, uh, there's there's so many different avenues. But I want to deal with this on different levels. And first, I think a definition would be great to start off with. Like, what would constitute somebody being a nerd? Because, I mean, look, I think a lot of people like Star Wars. A lot of people like anime. You know, I'll be honest with you, before I started doing podcasting, anime was Tina Turner to me, you know, anime, you know, I didn't know anything about, uh, about Sorry. any of it. Right. <laughs> so I, you know, I learned a lot from just doing this stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not all the way there. I thought I was a gamer until I actually got sat down with gamers, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like, I ain't a gamer, you know, I, I, I play at it, you know, uh, so I'm, I'm learning. So what I would love uh, for, we'll go with Alexis. What is, in your estimation, how would you classify someone truly as a nerd? And then there's also the word geek, which sometimes I think uh, people get it twisted with. So in your estimation, what separates a nerd from a geek and what actually is a nerd in your estimation? I feel like, um, like, 
I guess in society, like how I view it is that geek is kind of like a, has a negative connotation to it. Mm -hmm. So I would say whatever you're doing just doesn't look cool, I guess, or people mainstream isn't into it. Right. Nowadays, I feel, I feel like being a nerd is acceptable. Whereas before it, it wasn't, obviously it was more like, it used to be something that would describe somebody who's, um, you know, just excessively smart, maybe a little socially awkward. But I think over time, you know, since we've started out being nerds as young children and now we're adults, you know, um, you know, impacting the economy and the way that, you know, mainstream society moves, I think we have a little bit more say in how that word is shaped. I think now nerd is more like I'm just really, really, really into this certain fandom or multiple fandoms. Like either I'm a collector or I have a lot of knowledge about this thing, or I've seen every movie, you know, every Marvel movie on the face of the planet, or, you know, I know all of the lore and backstories to D and D, you know, I think, I think that's what a nerd is now. Mm. Uh, very well said. Um, now, what about the different, you know, you said geek is more of a negative term. Uh, I feel like it has like a negative connotation to it. I'd have never heard anybody call me a geek. And I'm not mm. sure that I would like it if somebody did call me a geek. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. Okay. So uh, this is might be an interesting uh, avenue to go down to. We'll start off with JB. At what point did you realize that you were a nerd or you had nerd tendencies? Oh, man. I, <laughs> to be honest, I've known pretty much my entire life. The thing is, I didn't know socially that it was considered unacceptable until I would say second or third grade. And that was when I was in private school. When I went to public school in sixth grade, that's when I really got hit. Because um, I went from nerdy shirts and dressing a certain way and watching certain things and playing video games to being introduced to an entire different crowd that was completely foreign to the things I was liking. I like Pokemon. And other than my two friends who had Game Boys, everybody else looking like, what in the world are you guys doing? And that <laughs> was something that, um, you know how kids can be. That could be, um, they could be cruel and they could be mean. And that's a hard thing to shake off when you get a certain reputation. So me being a nerd, I didn't realize socially that they considered it bad, but I was just being me. But that was pretty much always what I always was. And it just got better at it with them socially as I grew older, because, you know, people don't really care at the end of the day. And they accept you for who you are as you grow up. And, you know, it just got easier. But I've always been this way. I'm so glad we made it out the era where people were made, wearing the anime button-up shirts. Um, I, was, I was tired. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> For the record, that was never me. What about you, Melanie? When did you realize that, hey, dang it, I'm a nerd? Um, I'm going to say probably when I hit um, public school in the fifth grade. So I went to Catholic school for the first through fourth grade. I wasn't Catholic, but my parents wanted to keep me nice and sheltered. So um, when I when I hit public school and I realized that not everyone read and, and uh, wrote book reports for fun, uh, <laughs> when I realized <laughs> that I was probably a nerd. Um, yeah, that's when I hit, I went to hit public school um, and realized that, you know, not everyone was just reading books for the joy of it. Um, outside of you know the signed ones, that's that's probably when I realized that I was a pretty much nerd. Um, yeah, that that was it for me. Um, but but for me, it was uh, my it was an escape 
Um, I, uh, I love, I loved books. I've always loved books. Um, reading was a, a good way to just enter new worlds, learn new things. Um, and it was something I enjoyed. Um, and I gravitated to other people who also loved doing those things. Um, but I think also it, it was a way for me to find other people who had the same interests as me. Um, so I always found the other nerds. So it was always for me a good way to weave out the other people that I didn't want to hang out with. So it was great. Now, Melanie, please tell me you're not, you weren't the, the kind of kid that uh, would say, oh, oh, you forgot to give assign us homework. That wasn't you. I cannot. I, I cannot. I, I'm gonna plead the fifth. <laughs> oh my goodness, no. Yeah. I did grow up. I mean, by the time I got to college, I I grew out of that. But I, I'm gonna plead the fifth on that. Yeah. No. I I was a kid who was sad on snow days. So yeah. I was that kid too. I wanted to go to school. I, I <laughs> love learning. Listen, I love learning. I love school. I just wanted to. I wanted to learn, like I wanted to absorb as much information. Like I love documentaries. I wanted to know everything. I still want to know everything. I I just think knowledge is power. So you know, reading's fundamental. <laughs> I guess I well when after hearing you guys speak about being a nerd, one that I'm more nerdy of the educational side. Like I took AP Chemistry on purpose in 12th grade. Like I. <laughs> <laughs> I still I love chemistry. I love science. Um, growing mm -hmm. up, um, I had a, there was a kid. His name was Taylon, and he used to call me Mother Earth um, mm -hmm. because I knew worms had six hearts, and I Ooh. you know I loved worms and like just. I was just like a really nerdy kid. Like some kids, they used to be like, I can play with her. Like she like animals and all this stuff. Like she want to talk about is animals. But I grew up in a family <laughs> where nobody was really kind of nerdy. Mm. Like, word up in my mouth. So she's like, I don't give a shit about that. Like, I don't care about no damn worms. <laughs> so it wasn't really um, pushed as much, but I always loved it and I always been me. And so now today, um, even though you know, people are like, whatever, I don't nobody care about what you're talking about now. If they need something or want to know something, they ask me because I know facts about the most useless shit right. on earth. And, <laughs> and I can have a conversation with anybody. Like, you can put me in the middle of millionaires and billionaires and I'll find something to relate to them exactly. about. And I think, you know, that whole thing about being a nerd, that's probably where I was. I was never really like the anime girl or anything or the Sailor Moon girl. Um, I played a little Zelda and I would kick your ass in Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> and some Tomb Raider. But you know, that that was about the scent for me. <laughs> Listen, it comes in handy with trivia. I am your girl on trivia night. I know all of the things, right? I can do all of the categories because I was reading all of the books. So, uh, you know, all this knowledge comes in handy for something. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go to Alexis. When When did you realize you were? nerd um i think i always was but i didn't realize it until the harry potter books started coming out mm. <laughs> and then i had to have them all and like i was waiting in the line to get them all and, <laughs> and i was like oh this might not be normal okay all right and uh, marcus, <laughs> marcus uh, what about you when did you realize i can actually say it's just like jb's probably all my life I mean, when you grow up and you realize that you love watching cartoons more than you like playing sports, then yeah, uh -huh. around then. But 
I don't know. I have to say it always goes back to like the early 80s, man. When I got the first Nintendo system, that's made me a gaming nerd. When I actually understood some of the cartoons that I was watching, I was like, yo, he, man, like Voltron. Like, that's probably made me a cartoon nerd. When I got into high school and I started clicking, like in high school, it was so weird. Like, I was considered to be an outcast because I was the only black kid in all my high school that listened to heavy metal music. I was never into like, I did know like a lot of R&B. I did know about, you know, the rap game, but it was never me. I would never want us to be the popular kid. We called them, back in the day, we used to call them preps and I didn't want to be that. So I always struggled because I wanted to be who I wanted to be. And so I ended up becoming an outcast, which led me into like a group of friends and that's how i got into listening to rock music heavy metal classical and you know just different pop culture and just like um miss melanie said you find that group of people that you just gel with so you so you were an outcast that didn't listen to outcast (laughs) (laughs) i take that back i knew who outcast was because my sister was one of the popular kids who was into Outkast, who was in okay. the who was into Tupac. So yeah, I still had that on the back end. But I would prefer listening to like Pantera, Sepultura, Nine Inch Nails. Well, Nine Inch Nails, Nails is classic. You gotta listen to Nine Inch Nails. Oh yeah, I'm actually going to see them in two weeks. So okay, okay, okay. All right. All right. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I'll just say I've just been a nerd all my life. But when it comes to the term nerds versus geek. I don't think there is a difference between the two. Like, say, for instance, um, a nerd is somebody who would be more knowledgeable, but a geek is somebody who is overly obsessive with their knowledge, but yet they're the same thing. They show a same passion for that same category. So they're more one and the same than they are different, I should say. So I don't know. It's weird. I just like to- They're definitely cousins. Yeah. Over I would the word geek just to you know see what the dictionary says it says and it says um an unfashionable or socially inept person and the other verb um the other version of it says a performer at a carnival or circus whose show consists of bizarre or grotesque <laughs> <laughs> I think I geek. Circus geek. <laughs> yeah I think I think that I think geeks are socially awkward I think it's the I think to your to your point it's they they have the nerd aspect but it's that they are they don't have the socially uh they're not socially acceptable so it's it's more of the they don't know how to display their enthusiasm in a way that is socially acceptable so they well, geek so. out right so they're the people who like they they love Harry Potter, but like they always come dressed up as Voldemort and then are like walking around with their wands and trying to hex people all the time. Like they're the people who are running around in the hallways doing the Notoro run. Like those are the people who <laughs> and it's like it's fine that you love the thing, but like you don't have to be like geeking out all the time. Like you can be a normal person and enjoy the thing. I almost feel like those people may be on the spectrum or maybe they are autistic because like <laughs> some of them that when they are so socially awkward, it's like you have to be damn near on the spectrum for like you can kind of tell a little bit like you might be a little bit different than everybody else. <laughs> Because I know, like, my nephew, he likes, but he's not, but his friend, 
And I was like, I think he is on the spectrum. Just the things that he kind of fixates on. Like he loves something, he loves it to death, and he becomes whatever it is. He becomes Superman. He becomes Spider Man. And he's a 16 year old and he's still Spider Man. So <laughs> I think that's probably the reason why I don't really like the word geek so much because it does have like that socially inept connotation to it. And just like you said, um, I think that when people are socially inept, it's probably because they are on the spectrum. And I just don't like necessarily calling people mm-hmm. like that out because you can't control it, you know? Like, right, right. you have no control over that. Yeah, at all. And I don't, yeah, I just don't think that's I mean, some Although of them, I am, some of them, I am the kind of person that will wear my cape and bring my wand everywhere I go. So oh, I don't know how I'm that. No, 100%, 100%. I sit with my wand at my desk all day, but I have no problem with that. There's no problem with that. If I could cosplay to work every day, I would. I sometimes do light bonding to work. Like sometimes I do a casual bond because it's fun. So I have no problem with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think that sometimes, you know, there's a time and a place for things. <laughs> Like you're not gonna show up to court dressed as Sailor Moon, like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it depends. Uh, I know. It depends on the court. name of the courts. They're gonna punish you. Out of the ticket, I mean, perhaps I could. You know, it depends. It depends. Um, okay. I feel like with when they say what geeks are socially. Well, you said like they might be on the spectrum. I think a lot of them they're just socially awkward because they just don't know any better. Probably because they did feel that level of isolation. Um, that they just didn't really have their friends and they just relied on those heroes and those characters that they saw on TV or in the games or in the books that they read. And that does um, create that level of overindulgence. And I've known some people that were like that, that eventually did grow out of that. And they cringe when they think about how they were when they were younger. But it's kind of like, yeah, homie, you did that. But (laughs) I mean, they just, they didn't have the opportunity to be socialized like that, and they grew up. They learned. They knew better. Some of them, that's just unapologetically, unapologetically who they are, and I mean that's okay too. But I agree with Alexis. I feel like geek does have that negative connotation to it. Um, you call me a nerd all day, every day. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. You call me a geek. There's a part of me that's gonna be like uh, in the back of my head <laughs> because of those same reasons and because of those people. But at the end of the day, man, it's all love. You like what you like. You love what you love. As long as you hurt nobody's whatever. Well, I'm I'm very blessed today to have a panel of experts in nerd uh, culture, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna use you guys' brains for a little uh, thought experiment. And um, I'm gonna start off with you, JB. Sir, um, you got to help somebody out. All right. So say like your friend who's not a geek, not a nerd, you know, doesn't really know anything <laughs> about it. Him and his wife, and his wife is the same way. Okay. They have a child who is starting to display nerd sensibilities. <laughs> and he's like, I don't understand. My kid is chasing invisible Pokemon around. <laughs> you know, he's talking in Japanese. I I even know I don't I barely speak English. How does he even know Japanese, right? So <laughs> What do you do? What would you say if he's reaching out to you because he knows that you, let's say he's your cousin, your brother, your friend, and he's mm-hmm. like, Help me. What do I do? My son, my daughter, whatever it is, is uh, displaying these uh, sensibilities and they don't know how to, to do it. What would you say? 
And it's funny you mentioned that because I actually have a friend who reached out to me over that, over his son, who's very much into his nerddom right now, who's very much diving into it. And I told him, like, as a parent, just embrace him. Like, talk to him, understand what he's liking, what he's going through. And he is very much going through um, a socially awkward phase at school where he's being bullied and he's getting picked on because of the things that he likes. And he has a younger brother that doesn't understand him. But it's like, somebody has to. And that's kind of why he's kind of acting out right now. That's why he's kind of isolating himself. And he doesn't really talk to anybody or really trust anybody because he kind of feels alone. Um, That's something that I'm sure a few of us here can relate to growing up being a nerd because not a lot of people grew with us growing up understood us or we really had somebody to lean on or talk to or relate to about these things um i talked to him about it and he's seen the light up about it when we talked about star wars for like two freaking hours i didn't know didn't know that much about anakin skywalker but um yeah just talk embrace like he feels alone and he's it's a it's different and he feels alone because it's different not because it's like a bad thing it's just different and kids can be cruel just be that safe space for him let him grow up let him know it's okay to like what you like and be what he wants to be that's all all right all right what about you alexis what would you say the same situation um yeah i would just try and find out what what they're into and i would provide more reading material for that and like i would just really encourage it because i I mean, some of my best friends are, are nerdy folks and they are just very creative people. They're very open-minded people. Um, and the more that we have of that, I think the better. All right, all right. And and uh, what about you, Marcus? Same situation? Yo, pretty much. Like, I'll say, yo, okay, let's go to a con. The next con, <laughs> I'm buying both of you guys tickets. But in all seriousness, I really would take him to a con. But I would also say, you know, start watching the shows that he's watching. Find out a little more about what he's into and just play along with him. Like, be that friend. Like, be there for him. Get into the world that he is experiencing. Like, play pretend. Like, if he's being Superman, then, you know, Superman has a villain. Find out the villain. That way, you guys can, like, role play as a family. Like, you be the villain and he be the, the good guy. You know, just interact with him find out the shows that he's watching watch them with him do life with him don't be afraid to just go out there and experience something new yeah you might not get it but that's why he's there you can say okay so who's that guy like is he the good guy is he the bad guy like what's going on like how how are they gonna fight like what's his power level what's this thing about power levels like what's this super saiyan thing they keep talking about why did he go from black hair to gold hair in just a second you know, get into that with them and they will explain that to you. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's how I would interact with them. Like interact with the kids, find out what they're into and just be there with them. So. Oh. oh, wow. That, I, I like that. That's pretty incredible. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I mean, because I don't people don't think about it like that in those terms. Uh, 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 Melanie, I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, add to that conversation yeah no i was i was gonna say similarly i think uh going to conventions is is a really good suggestion because i think people um often don't think that there are things for them at conventions they think it's only focused on one thing but you'd be surprised at how many uh different things there are at conventions for people who might not be specific to um specific fandoms but there's things there for everyone but i i definitely agree um learning more about or asking uh, your child what they're interested in and having them explain it to you is a great way 
uh, for them to know that you're interested in what they're interested in and for you to find out more about what it is. But watching them with them, you might find out that you might like it too. So I think that that's a great suggestion as well. But yeah, I mean, just showing interest and fi finding out what it is. Also, just so that you know what it is that they're into, just so that you're aware of what they're watching so that you can be, you know, in tuned with it so you can make sure that it's something you might want them to be watching. Because I don't know, <laughs> I, I would right. want a little bit of oversight over what mm -hmm. my kid is doing, watching, reading, playing, all of that. So I wouldn't let just let them out there doing whatever. That's I would true. want a little oversight over what they're watching, ingesting, whatever. So I would want to make sure that, you know, whatever it is they're into, whatever fandom it is, that I had a little oversight on onto what it is. That oversight might be a big key because it, it's a rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it gets deep real quick. Yes, sir. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've it's seen some of those animes. Books. I've seen some of those animes and some of those mangas. Yeah, no, nah, I don't want my kid watching all of that. Mm. <laughs> Not to get a certain age, but he can understand games, it. all that. It it all has a dark side to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People get real creative on the internet. And, oh, and, yeah. and since, Rule 34. Rule 34. Since uh, Melanie brought it up, let's talk about these conventions. Because, uh, you know, I've heard a lot about some of these conventions. And um, I've done a show. I did a show years ago where I interviewed, it was nine uh, female cosplayers. And um, they were talking a lot about the conventions. And one thing that I found very interesting that those ladies said, and this was quite a, some time ago, this is probably over five, six years ago. Um, they, one thing that they said was they were just looking to have fun at the conventions. They were looking to have a good time, dress up as their favorite characters, hang out with their friends. And I asked the interesting question. I said, I said, what if you, you know, uh, do people hook up at the con at those conventions? <laughs> right? Because you know me, that's where I, that's where my mind goes to. Right? Because you know, I'm I'm like, this, you know, you want to get the sand at the beach, right? So uh, and I it was interesting. Those women were like. No, no, I, oh, I hate that. I mean, they try. I'm just there to have fun, and they shot it down. I'm saying, and I was saying to myself, like, I was saying, well, you're with like-minded people, right? People are into you. I mean, it seems natural. You guys are single, and they were shooting it down. And can, I, I, can we cuss here? Oh yeah, you can. can we <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, nerds be fucking. Nerds be <laughs> fucking fucking. Like, <laughs> right, right. There is, I'm gonna shoot that down right there. That if you're not there to for that kind of thing, that's cool. But there are people that are, and there are people that do. Um, I know for a fact there is a subreddit for um a convention they hold here every year, Dragon Con. Um, there's a convention, um, there's a subreddit for the convention where people are scheduling hookups. That's a thing. There wow. are people there right now. You can go, I don't know it, but I know it exists. <laughs> I know the person that knows where it's at if you want to link later, but um, yeah, nerds be fucking. Nerds have no aversion to fucking. No, see, that wasn't <laughs> the thing I got from it. It wasn't that they were had aversion to having sex. It was that they didn't want to have sex with the guys that were there. at the. At, they want to have sex, but not with those guys at the convention. See, the guys that I, think, I talked yeah, to... Yeah, uh -huh. I think there's there's two levels to it, right? So there, mm -hmm. there are people who will 
hook up with people who are going to the convention. So there are specific folks who will hook up with specific folks. Mm -hmm. And then there are the people who, who you spoke to. Yes, we're not looking to hook up with the majority of the people who are going to the convention. We're, we're not. <laughs> we're not. That's what I was getting at. Because I, I asked guys on a, on, like, I did a, a show right after that with guys, right? And their whole thing was, uh, yeah, I want to go to the convention and meet me a good a woman and have a great time with her. Their their whole mindset was completely different. Whereas the women were like, no, I don't want to hook up with those guys. I'm gonna you say know? I went I went to New York Comic Con and um, they had a, a speed dating right. So we did a speed dating and um, we signed up for it because you know why not and. <laughs> The amount of women to the amount of men who were at the speed dating, it was just sad. <laughs> there, was, <laughs> there, was, there were like so many more men than there were women. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was just depressing. It was just a very depressing Aww. time. Uh, yeah, sorry. it wasn't very fun. It wasn't wow. very fun. All right. So uh, can I jump in for a moment? Sure, sure. All right. So. I think that sometimes when it comes to like being a man and when I go to cons, like there are some really amazing cosplayers out there. And of course you want to compliment them on their cosplay forms. But if a guy says, wow, you did a great job on your cosplay. That's one of my favorite characters and you nailed it. Sometimes I guess it depends on like some of the guys, not myself, but I guess it's how you present yourself. Like not every guy is looking to like try to get your number they're just complimenting you on it but at the same time there are a lot of guys out there who don't know how to like correctly talk to a woman and when they meet somebody who's as energetic or into the same passion as they are they don't know how to come about it by talking to them or speaking with them not necessarily to hook up with them or get their number but just to talk with them in general just to become like their friends like eventually maybe something would come out of it but they're not necessarily well i can't say not all of them are necessarily going to like hey i want to get your number i'm trying to get into your pants like yo let's do this now like no it's not that guys can be i don't know we can be weird i should say some of us want to be nice gentle and you know kind compliment but at the same time there are those out there who are looking to like Try to hook up, like, oh wow, she's into the same thing I'm into. That's my next wife. Let me go tolerate her. <laughs> Approach is everything. Exactly. Is all things. Mm -hmm. Okay, know. so, so okay, say I'm a nerdy dude, and I'm going to give me a convention. What's like a big MomoCon is here in Atlanta in a couple of weeks. I'm right, say. Momo, Momo, MomoCon. Yep. Yes. Yeah, right, so I'm, I'm going to MomoCon. And I, I'm a, I want the ladies to uh, to, to help this help this fictional guy out, right? I'm 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 you know I'm I got the Birdman hand rub, you know. I'm going to MomoCon and I'm trying to hook up. I'm trying to hook up. So uh, we'll start off with Alexis. Like you got to help the guy out. Like what 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 are some do's and don'ts when you're at MomoCon or whatever con or whatever? Like to uh, help this guy out. You know, he's already kind of nerdy, so he might be a little socially awkward, you know. So uh, how can you help him? Help a brother out. Maybe just tell him, you know, compliment somebody that you're interested in and try and start a conversation about, obviously, you know, their cosplay, because obviously they're interested in that cosplay or that anime. So maybe try and talk to them about that and then just, you know, 
work up a conversation until you're comfortable and then maybe slip it in there like, hey, I've really enjoyed my time with you. You mind if we exchange numbers? It's literally that simple. But I think I think what happens a lot of the times is uh, fellas get really tripped up and they think they have to go either too much or they just don't go enough at all. So they just don't try. So I don't know. I, just, I feel like it's super simple, but they just don't keep it simple sometimes. <laughs> we'll always trip ourselves up. We are good for that. <laughs> all right so melanie uh you got to help this brother out i mean what do you what, do you, what does he do he okay let's say oh brother <laughs> brother sees melanie on the the, the uh, convention floor right what are some things that will turn melanie off and also well i don't know i don't know if you want to give away the secret sauce because <laughs> somebody might be like taking notes and be like oh that's how i get her okay but no, my, my friends will tell you that i i i don't catch signals well at all so i don't know if i'm very helpful um i i guess i would say uh any just normal conversation works i am easily excitable so if we are talking about or excited about the same kind of things we're talking about you know something we're looking at or you compliment me on my cosplay or you know we're we're checking out something on the show floor or you know we're at a panel and we're talking about the same panel discussion you know we come out of the panel and we're excited about whoever was speaking um you know that's a good way to start up a conversation um i think you know having starting off with something that we uh, have in common is always great and i think just being yourself and being authentic is the best way to spark anything um, and not trying too hard, as Alexis said, like right. just really just being authentic and, and not trying too hard. Dang, well, what if yourself sucks? Well, well then that's not <laughs> you gotta get a new self. I mean, I, I don't know how to do it. You are screwed. Okay. I don't know. Uh, all right. So let me ask the fellas this. Uh, you guys been to these conventions, I imagine? Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. Are you guys single? Any of you guys single? Yes. Single-ish. All right. Or, I mean, okay, <laughs> in the past, have you gone to these conventions with maybe the hope in the back of your mind? You might meet a nice young lady. Does that, has that ever crossed your mind? Be honest. Mm -hmm. No, that's not me. I can't speak on Marquez. Um, if he wants to chime in here, but no, 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 not me. I really, I just want to go to have fun and just like see different things. Look at some of the the artist alleys are amazing. Yes. Yeah, amazing people. That's yes. why yes. all of mine, which I can't actually show, but you can see a few of them in the background. But that's one of the primary reasons why I go to the mm -hmm. cons, not just Same. to look at the cosplays, but yeah, just Same. to buy from the artist alley because there are some Same. amazing and talented people but mm -hmm. no to answer your question i do not go to look up if i see somebody who looks great especially in a cosplay i compliment them but i don't go like well I always go like hey do you mind if i take a picture with you in your cosplay and then i say wow you did a great job and you know i just let them know how amazing and well detailed their costume is even if it's not as detailed like yo you did a great job even if it's a little like kids cosplaying for the first time, I always ask, like, do you mind if I take a picture of you? You look really amazing. Of course, I got, you know, parents are right there as well. Like, right. you guys did a great job. And I really appreciate you guys coming here to a con and introducing them to this culture. I wish I would have had that as a kid. But then again, growing up in the 80s and early 90s, these type of things didn't exist. So it's really good that they're raising their kid now and introducing them to that culture. But to answer the original question, no, I just go to a con to have fun. I never go to look to hook up with somebody. 
I feel like the guys that do go to hook up are the ones that should not be hooking up. I've never been hit on at a con. Not once. Because those those are the guys that are like actively creeping. I promise. Not once. (laughs) I also have that resting bitch face though. So (laughs) That might do it. You got that fuck off sign written on your forehead. That'll do it every time. But but no, right. I mean, there's so much to do at a convention that if you're just so zoomed in and focused on trying to hook up with somebody, then you're really taken away from your own experience. Because there are panels, there's artist alleys, there's the gamers room, there are the, the card game rooms, there's just so much to do and see. And if your just primary thing is to try and score something or hook up, then you're really wasting your, your time. You have a really good experience in front of you that you're not taking full advantage of. So no, I... I I've seen, I know people who do that, and no, nah, that's not my thing. That's not my bag. Uh, you see me, I'm going from panel to panel at a convention every time. Right. I got my schedule. I know where I'm going. I got 15 minutes to be here. I got 30 minutes to the next one over there. I got a lunch break schedule right here. I'm on the move. I got my notepad. I got my water with me, and I'm gone. Oh, yeah. You always got to make a plan when you go to wow. a con, especially if there's Absolutely. That's one on one. You got to. Well, I, I haven't been yet to. I, I always say I want to go to Comic Con. I live in Los Angeles, so I'm not far from San Diego. And every year I'm saying I'm going to go, and I end up never going. Um, I, I do. I would love to go there, but I hear it's you know it's a, a madhouse there. Well, that's one of the um, best oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. Columbus. That's part of it. Yeah, there's so many different cons. Like, of course, you have the big cons. Like in LA, you do have the the. Well, that big, okay, con, but there's so many smaller cons, like your local library even puts on cons, and you can start Absolutely. off by going to that just to see, you know, what it's like. Here in Jacksonville, our libraries, we have cons like maybe once a year at different libraries. Of course, we also have like free comic book day, and we have um, for the adults, we have what's known as GAM. GAM actually stands for Gaming Arts and Music. It's not a con at all. It's just a place where all of us, like, fun, loving people who love different atmosphere, who love the nerdy culture, who love the geeky culture. We all get together and we just have like one giant party. And it's different themes. One of the first themes that I ever went to was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the entire (laughs) thing was themed around the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We had an anime night. We had like a Legend of Zelda. Each year was something different. Of course, thanks to COVID, you know, things have changed. Now we have like many pop-ups that we do every throughout the year but it's a celebration of everything not just anime not just cosplay but just sci-fi video games arts everything we have what's known as um actually a couple of weeks ago on i believe it was may the first we had a drink and draw where you we get together at a brewery and some of our local artists they teach you how to draw different figures we had a drink and draw for pokemon we just had a drinky draw for Nintendo where you draw all the Nintendo figures. And that's becoming really popular. So hopefully our next drinky draw will be something themed along, I don't know, like cartoons or something like that. But it's just So you're saying draw, not like yeah, draw. Just draw. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably don't want to drink and do that kind of draw. You right? don't want to do that. <laughs> and you don't have to you don't have to cosplay to go to, to no. Comic Con. You don't have to dress mm-hmm. up. You can um you you can go uh, in in regular clothes. You don't have to wear a costume. You can go as a plain clothes, and you can still have a great time. I mean, like like you said, there's so much to do. Like there's panels. There's, sometimes you can see previews for movies. I mean, there's book cons. There's movie cons. There's comic cons. There's I mean, there's cons for specific TV shows. There's I mean, there's like 
we have a Power Rangers con here in Atlanta that we do every August where Power Rangers from different generations get together and it's at a hotel. <laughs> it's basically the hotel lobby, but they do it every yeah. year. Here in Columbus, they have a Fanboy Expo, and then there's another one, um, GalaxyCon. And so when I drive, when I was driving for Uber, I'm picking people up. I'm like, what in the world is going on? Why do you guys have on costumes? And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's the con. And I'm like, oh. So I've picked up a couple superheroes that because I have sometimes I worry because like we also have a big pride festival here and there's always a lot of drag shows and like so I'm always I, I'm like I'm have to ask because you never know what's going on in Columbus unless you're part of the who's who uh, that's in that industry or or thing that you like. <laughs> One of my most favorite things is like after a con when you still dress up in full costume and you go into like a restaurant like Denny's and everybody just stared at you like what in the world is going on? <laughs> you have to tell them it is so far. So um, uh, the question we have in the chat is, if you've never been to a con and want to go, should you wear a costume on the first, I guess the first time you go, or is that too much? you think um, you should maybe save it for the next one, or should you go straight, the first con you go to, go in full cosplay mode? No, no, no. Um, it's, it's completely up to you. It's whatever your comfort is. I mean, because you've never cosplayed before and you're doing it, it's going to be outside your comfort zone especially in a public space. If you feel comfortable, then by all means do it. If you don't, then, you know, wait it out. Yep. Mm -hmm. No one's going to look at you funny either way, so. No, not at all. I've seen several so. conventions. Oh, go ahead. I'm doing uh, my first thing. Just have fun with it. I mean, <laughs> you can be wearing like a regular Punisher skull t-shirt and boom, you're the Punisher. I mean, come on. One can of my you... very first cosplay was as Doctor, one of the Doctor Who's, which is dressed like a normal human, except just had like a little sonic screwdriver and like a scarf can you yeah, can I mean, you cosplay you can... as like uh tupac or or yes. <laughs> or yes. uh, you michael can jordan as, you can cosplay as anything i mean i'm gonna be a cat in august <laughs> exactly, you can casual you can casual cosplay your first you you, you can start as closet closet cosplay is what they call it you go into your closet and you find something that reminds you of some character that you want to embody. And that's how you can start cosplaying in a very casual way. And then you work your way up. My first cosplay was Velma, right? So I found an orange sweater and a pink skirt. And that's how I started. <laughs> yeah, I'm and definitely going to be a cat when Thundercat base is here. I already um, I ordered my cat ears. I got my leopard print leggings. I'm already getting my t-shirt dress made. It's going down. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm doing my first cosplay, and all I'm doing is getting the yellow shirt. I'm gonna be Luke Cage. All right, there you go. Now, I've seen somebody. It didn't, and it doesn't have to be down to the letter when you do your cosplay. It can be as far away or as close as you want to be. I saw somebody do um, wear Iron Man armor, but they fashioned it like Prince. Mm. <laughs> so instead of having like the little core reactor in the middle, like it had the heart, the, the princess um, logo on it instead. And it was all purple and it was decked out. It was dope. Man, if I had the money, yo, those people, you definitely put some money into artist equipment like that. But just be able to see that level of talent. That's the other reason why I love mm -hmm. going to like different cons and just different things around the city. It's to see things just like that. Things that you would never expect to see before. And it's just, I'm never disappointed. Never. 
A girl I used to work with, she makes her costumes, and she's pretty dope with that, with the needle in that machine. Like, I, I would have never thought that she would be, you know, that talent would be sewn, but she makes her all her costumes. She makes herself, and I just think that is just so amazing that you put that t- kind of time into it. Oh, wow. That, that's pretty incredible. Now, now, Alexis, I know one thing is that you are, you design clothes yourself. Do you do um so you do your own cosplay clothes as well? Yeah, I do my own stuff. I make a lot of cosplay or like bounding for a lot of people. I do a lot of Disney bounds for people. Um, so like if they want- I'm to gonna to need start, to call you, girl. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, and then like my own clothing line that I have, like I do little nerd pieces here and there. Um, like I just came out with like a, a cardigan sweater that's got like a, a cape sort of thing for the um, uh, multiverse release so oh nice you know the disney people cool. the disney people are are hardcore people. they're they're different kind of uh people. <laughs> i think they got them they're on a different level they need a pill or two for it because they, they take <laughs> disney, wait a minute wait they take a disney to extreme boy oh, no. i'm like there is nothing wrong with being an adult disney lover okay there's nothing wrong with us we like going to the parks we enjoy disney bounding we like dressing up as princesses, and it's fine. All of most of my cosplays are actually Disney cosplays. I uh, I do that's that's just where I am. I've done most of the Disney villains um, because they're just fun to be. Exactly. Um, <laughs> they're just they're just fun to be. Um, but yeah, no, I I'm a Disney. That's that's my number one fandom is Disney. Um, mm-hmm. I I probably know most of the Disney factoids. I will win most of the Disney trivia. <laughs> that's, that's where my uh, where my fandom is. But yeah, no, yeah, Disney people are different people. I will agree with yes. you. Yes, very different. much different. As my ex boss loved it. and like I never understood her why she was the way she was and she would talk to you like if you were a preschooler and so like this is she'd be like very good that is so awesome I'm like you should be like a kindergarten teacher like not like a college manager but then it when I finally saw that I was like oh you're one of them. You like to dress up as <laughs> Disney. You are Disney crazy. Okay, I get it now. So <laughs> yeah, once you once you start collecting the ears, and once you start, um, you know, going to the park once or twice or three times a year, it's just you know. It just... All right, trust me. I live two hours away from the park, and yo, it is pretty awesome. I'm not afraid to admit when I do go, I do love having my face painted. Now, I cried when I met um, Donald Duck <laughs> when I was a kid, though. I did cry. I was so happy to be there. Um, Disney is a very magical place, very magical place. Even though I was like, it's very strange here. There are no bugs. Um, <laughs> no bugs. <laughs> no bugs. <laughs> most wonderful place on earth. There are no bugs here. You, you know, it's funny. This is actually kind of, a, uh, kind of a sad story. When I was a kid, I was a big fan of the Transformers. And they were the characters were at Universal Studios. Yes. And I, and I was like a little kid. I was, I think I was under 10. And I remember begging my mom to take me so I could meet the Transformers because they, they were promoting it everywhere. And when I got there, the Optimus Prime guy scared the shit out of me because, <laughs> because when he walked, it, it had the boosh, boosh. And you know, Optimus Prime is not like Mickey Mouse. You know, he's not like, hey, kids, you know, come and take. You know, he's like, you know, he talks with a very authoritative voice, and he actually scared me. You know, and I, and then 
I didn't want to take the photo with his ass. <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> my mother was like, I brought you all the way down here. And I to paid me. all this money. <laughs> I know. And I was like, you I didn't want Optimus, no you rolled out the opposite direction. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, he's not like, you know, like Mickey, you know, you're in Donald and all those guys. They're like <laughs> kid friendly, whereas Optimus Prime isn't, he's not really a kid friendly. Uh, Character. No, he's a leader. He's a military yeah. leader. Right. I mean, I what? Tell you this. Like, um, down here at the Universal in Florida, the guy who like does the Megatron or who voices Megatron, <laughs> he has to be a brother because he cracks on everybody. Kids, he played to dozens. He's not afraid to go there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think uh, one of the most slept-on amusement parks that people don't really know about that we wouldn't go to is um, Canada Wonderland. They oh, have wow. Hanna Barbera. When I was there, when I was younger, one of the, my one of my uh, things I wanted to do for my birthday, I probably was about seven or eight, was I wanted to ride the train to Canada. I grew up in Michigan. So we drive, ride a train to Toronto because I wanted to order fr um, from a French restaurant in French. And then we went to Canada Wonderland and it was like so fun. They had all the Hanna-Barbera characters. People were actually dressed as some of the Hanna-Barbera characters. Like you've seen Pebbles and, you know, this. it was really cool. I was like, this is a really nice park. Yeah. Didn't um, Six Flags buy them out? Like if you go to Six Flags, isn't the Hanna-Barbera uh, Hanna characters there? I, I think they still are. I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't been there still in do DC oh. characters. I've been to Six Flags forever. I live like ten minutes from a Six Flags here in Texas, but we don't we don't have any of the Hanna Barbera characters at our park. Just just to the DC stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm in Colum in Ohio, so we just have what Kings Island. I think that's Paramount, and then um, we have Cedar Point. Our Six Flags still has like the Batman theme side of the park. Yeah, but that's about it. I was like, man, I do miss all the like the Hannibal Barra cartoons. I wish they bring those back though. <laughs> so when they brought back Space Ghost back in the day, I used to uh, Space Ghost was my god. Space Ghost was crazy. Like he, I don't know. They keep, they keep disappointing me when they keep bringing back these uh these cartoons. So they keep changing up the yeah strong style. Like what they did to Huey, Dewey, and Louie made me very angry. Oh, so, yo, that's I a good show, the though. New DuckTales. It was a, that was a good show. Yeah, no, it I was. I just don't like the draw. I don't like the animation. The animation. Style. I'm a nostalgic type of person. I'd be like, if it wasn't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that stuff was hand drawn, though. Right. That was a different era. The tech was just different. Yeah. Let's see, yeah, that's I, true, too. I see this. Like, uh, when I saw them appear at the end of Space Jam, I had to pause the movie because I was pointing out each and every character. It was like, yo, I remember you. I remember you, Jabba Jaws. What I want to do right here before we, we do say goodbye is I'm going to bring up some uh, typical nerd fandoms. And I want you guys to raise your hand if you are if you are with it. And if not, you can just do the thumbs down, okay? <laughs> All right. So, and you too, uh, Mosaic. All right, so we'll start with the most uh, easiest one, uh, Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> All right, we got one thumbs down. Okay. All right, all right. Real quick, Ewok. Real, real, real quick, the, uh, those who gave a thumbs up, just real quick, who's your favorite Star Wars character? We'll start with Jiggy. 
Oh, oh man, Luke Skywalker. He was like, my godfather got me a new hope when I was four years old, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. So All Luke right. is my guy. All right, Melanie. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna go with Quijon because if he hadn't died, we wouldn't have had a Darth Vader. <laughs> if he hadn't died, we probably wouldn't have got taken. Taken. Fair, <laughs> realistically. Uh, all right, Marcus. All right, I have to say Vader and Mace Windu. Uh, and Mosaic, who, who do you like? Yeah, I, you know, I like characters for different reasons. So I like the Ewok. They're so cute. You know what? I had an Ewok that, you know, you wind him up in the back and he's saying the Star Wars um, song. You know what? Y'all can jump on me all you want. My my character is uh, Jar Jar. No, Jar and we and uh, we the need we need a, we need his own show. Forget Obi Wan, forget Mandalorian. We need the Jar Jar story because it needs to be told. What happened to him after Order? He turned into a Sith. He turned into a Sith Lord. <laughs> is what happened to Jar Jar? Apparently, he's supposed to be Sith Lord all along. <laughs> he turned into a Sith Lord. That's what happened to Jar Jar. This man handed the keys to Palpatine. I did a, I did a bit, I did a bit one time on the show about Yoda was a, was a punk, and he is, he is, the whole thing. And because you know how he gave up in, in episode three, right? And then he went into hiding and all of this stuff. I was obviously kidding, but oh my god, I got so much. I like Baby Yoda though. Yeah, and he obviously, and that's another thing too about Yoda. He is. He tells the Jedi's to be, um, to to be, uh, to not have sex. But clearly, he was going around leaving babies all over. No, no, not his child. But certain Jedi are allowed to have relationships for yeah, him. Whatever. So, to procreate, if they are the last of their kind, they are allowed to go and continue their race. Right. Like Master Mundi right. had a family, but um, right. Kid Pistol was dating um uh, Layla Sakura. So Yoda, that was right, right. Yoda. Yoda is like writing that into the book. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, yeah, baby. I'm. Anyhow. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Man, no Yoda slander. Uh, no, was, it was a bit. I was kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. Right, right. Yoda slander, though. I'm not. I'm not against the Yoda slander. I understand. No, sl- no slander, shall be. All right. So, um, the next next fandom is uh, Harry Potter. Everybody. Never seen it. I don't have an opinion. Yeah, I, I've never seen Harry Potter either. So <laughs> I would ask you your favorite characters are, but I only know there's a uh, Grindel Goof. There's Harry Potter for sure. I know him. And then, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And then they, they do that thing where they ride the brooms, right? Quidditch. Mm. There you go. And that's the only scene I've seen. I saw it when they were doing the boom. Yes. I think Neville Longbottom is the secret MVP of that whole joint. 100%. No, 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 no. That is my guy. 100%. I have to say yep. it's Luna. Right there. Luna is my Luna is also, Luna. also, Luna also. Luna Luna's also. up there. Luna's yes. definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Top yeah, five I, and not five. I, I know mm-hmm. that there's, what's her name? Emily Watson, right? Was in it. Hermione. And, uh, Emma, 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 Emma Watson. Watson yeah. Emma yeah. Watson, yeah. And um, 
Like uh, basically all the British actors was in it, right? <laughs> yes, everybody, everybody in England yeah. was in that. Even movie. Batman, <laughs> the Batman wasn't the Batman in it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. Robert Pattinson is in it. Yes, the yeah. guy. All right. Okay. So, uh, all right. Twi Twilight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never seen it. Rest in peace to my boy Cedric Diggory. No, I, I haven't. I haven't. I've never watched that either. I've never uh, seen it. Never I read, read all the books, books but terrible. terrible. See what now? We're talking about Twilight. Oh, oh, I ain't got enough thumbs for that. Right, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Uh, Marvel, the movie, MCU, the MCU. movies, and the comics. Yes, mm. all things all Marvel. All right, all, uh, all right. Real quick, who's everybody's favorite Marvel character? Just Doctor like, Strange. Ooh, that's, that's tough. Hundred percent, Doctor Strange. Uh, uh, my cousin T'Challa. Me too. That, yeah, I, I would say T'Challa because you know he's a brother. But Peter Parker. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna me. go with I'm gonna go with uh, Captain America. Captain America. Okay. okay. Both versions. The, the both versions. Okay. All right. Uh, DC. Oh, oh no! On DC, I, I tried and I tried and I tried. <laughs> Come on! The animated one. Animated. They are doing so much work with the comics right now. We are eating so good right now. I, like, I actually like DC better. I am. I'm. I'm a, I like DC better too because Superman is my boy. Yeah, I, I, Batman is pretty cool. Yo, if it wasn't my for favorite, Batman animated series, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. These are facts, no lies at all. My favorite is Nightwing. He's Batman with a social network. Oh, Nightwing <laughs> is. I mean, I mean, Nightwing. Cakes, man. Just cakes. I don't know. Uh, Cyborg has always been my favorite. Cyborg's pretty okay. Rad. All right. All right. So I'm assuming everybody likes anime, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's just instead of asking you, does anyone like the anime? Uh, what's your favorite anime? Uh, we'll start with One Piece. Uh, all right. Marcus says One Piece. Uh, well, what about you, Alexis? What's your favorite? Probably uh, Demon Slayer, I guess. Right now, players tight. I just, I, I don't know. Mine, like, it, mine bump bounces around. So, uh, uh, JB, you, you, Haka show, but Attack on Titan is creepy. Oh, Attack on Titan <laughs> is so good. It is creepy. It is good. Miss so Melanie, good. who's your favorite? So, I'm not, I'm not a huge anime person, but I'll go with the most mainstream one right now. So, I'm a My Hero Academia. Oh, girl. My Hero is also so good. <laughs> oh my god, that manga is shaping up so nicely right now. And, and as have I, you guys seen Spy Family though? Yes, yours my show, new waifu. Oh my god! <laughs> and I sleep on that show. And I, I've already said my favorite was Tina Turner. protected at all. She calls. was in uh, Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome, by the way. She was. She was. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> all right. Um, uh, okay, what about video games? Is, is everybody in the video games? Yes. Yeah. I don't have enough thumbs. I got Wii controller. I got my Xbox controller. Right. You know, it's funny. Uh, I, I I have the newest Xbox. Switch. I have the newest Xbox, but my nephew makes fun of me. My nephews make fun of me because I buy the new stuff when it comes out, but then I find myself playing the old arcade games you know from when i was a kid so I, you know so it's like it's like you got a brand new xbox to play like frogger you know? <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that there's there's nothing wrong wrong with playing game, atari games like, the first game i always download on any game system is tetris so i'm okay, yeah, you know, okay? my nephew was making fun of me because i was like 
Uh, like he's showing me how to set it up and stuff because now I'm, I'm like apparently I'm a senior citizen. I need to help. <laughs> and, uh, and um and I'm all like, ooh, space invaders, download that. You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. He turned yep. me on to this side-scrolling game that I have that is relatively new. Um, I mean, it's been out in the last couple of years. It's called um, My Best Friend Pedro, and that game is a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I've actually played it a bunch of times. So, so that is kind. It's newish, and I, you know, I always play like Resident Evil Four. I love that game. I play it like all the time. So, um, now, yeah. If mm -hmm. Nintendo brought back Maniac Mansion, I would be happy. I would Bobby buy me a Nintendo. I, I remember that. See, like, now when we talk, when we talk about the NES, and I did love that. We talk NES. Like I played all of that. Like I played. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, and you know, and uh, Castlevania, and of course, Legend of Zelda, and mm -hmm. all the Mario Brothers, and all of that kind of stuff. And I and I've had, I've had every system of Nintendo except for. No, I even had the GameCube, so uh, I've had them all. GameCube was fun. Yeah, I had all. It looked like a um, some sort of uh, lunch pail or something. You know, it, it was a weird, <laughs> very weird shape. You know, so all right. So, who's some of you guys' favorite uh, video? What's some of your favorite video game titles? Uh, we starting with you talking about current gen or last gen or any any anything? Oh man, um, I have always been a giant robot guy. That's my always been my shit. So, Zone of the Enders never get enough love for me. Um, I love that series and Armor Core because of you know. I like to customize my own thing. The armor core, you can make your own robot, paint it up, and whatever weapons you want to do. Everything down to the engine, you can do. And I love that series, and I miss it every day. And every time they release a new Dark Souls game, not a new armor core game, it pisses me off just that much more. <laughs> okay. What about you, Mark? I don't know. I have to say, right now I'm playing a game called Tunic on the Xbox, and it is crazy. It reminds me so much of Zelda. And I can see the comparison. But overall, I really, really love the Bioshock series. What about you, Melanie? So I am a, a big animal crosser. So I'm a oh yeah, that's like island, uh, back in the day. Yeah, island. Yeah. No, right now. The it's still, right oh, now. oh wow. Yeah, I'm yeah, out, I'm out <laughs> yeah, no, on the Switch, uh, they put out Animal Crossing. So yeah. So I Animal Cross, I um I guess uh, Assassin's Creed, uh something love I play it, a lot it. right now. Yeah, so yeah, those are my two big ones, right? Oh yeah, and all the Star Wars games. So I'm still I'm doing the, the new Star Wars game. Yeah, Battlefront's pretty dope. And you you don't play Alexis, right? I'm I, not I, really into like gaming consoles. I'm more of like a PC kind of gamer. Oh, like okay. I, I do WoW. Uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what you know about Larry? Oh, anybody oh, okay. got anybody yeah. got love for Pokemon still? I put 10 down on Scarlet and Violet. It comes at the end of the year already. And Legend of Arceus was like my favorite Pokemon experience. Easily. And, if you and, haven't uh, played that, go ahead and play that. What about Smash Brothers? Anybody like Smash Brothers? Oh, I love Smash Brothers. Until yeah. you play an actual pro player. And then it's not fun no more. Look, you, you know, you want something, hear something sad. My my five almost. I'm gonna say he's almost six, so I won't look so bad. Uh, but it's still bad. He kicks my butt every time in in uh, Smash Brothers. We play oh. on the, the Switch. When yeah, he comes over. yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and he's not he's not humble about his. <laughs> 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 of course not. He's being an adult. 
And I'm just You're... sitting there like, I don't have no idea what I'm doing. I'm trying to play this game. I'm like, and I'm like, wait, I knocked pressing you buttons. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm not, how does it, I knocked you off the thing and you're just, you just jump, jump and you're back on the thing. What the hell? What the hell, man? It's cheating. You're cheating. My <laughs> you want to beat him. If you want to beat him, I got you. You know what? That's what I'm gonna do. I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I'm, a, I need like one of those Rocky montages of me getting ready for him. You know, the name of the game where everybody was like all the rage and they do like all the dances and stuff like that. What is that stupid Dance game? No, 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 no. It's a. Oh, you're talking about Fortnite. Fortnite. Oh, my, oh my god. He's like, Auntie Keisha, you want to play Fortnite with me? And so then I'm like, okay, I'll play Fortnite with you. He's like, you keep getting killed. <laughs> That's me. I can't. I can't. I, 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 that game, I didn't, it didn't catch on with me. Like, I didn't. Like, I'm like, okay, am I, I'm building? What am I building? And I'm shooting. Am I shooting? Am I building? What the hell am I doing? Like, I right. Like, You're trying to keep people outside your fort and all this kind of stuff. I was like, he is building no ceilings and all. I was like, I don't understand this, but okay. No idea. I'm no. like, what too many shiny things. You should challenge them some Mario Kart. Old school oh, Mario. Yeah. Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. Mario Everybody Kart. Will have to Mario that Kart. thing used to ruin friendships back in the day. <laughs> that, oh, man. I, that was I used to play Mortal Kombat for money. Mario Kart was fun, but see, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way back. Yeah, I played Madden for money. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way back. Do y'all remember like track and field on NES? Oh, oh, yeah. 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 You gotta be like this on the pad, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. Wow. Ordinary. Or playing what's it, duck shoot or Mike Tyson punch out? Yeah, duck hunt. Yeah. Someone brought up Ninja Turtles. They had the arcade Ninja Turtle game. Yeah, yeah that Ninja was such Turtles. a fun game. My little brothers were Ninja Turtle crazy, so we had Ninja Turtle everything. But yeah. see, I still have it downloaded to my Xbox, the original yeah. Ninja Turtle one. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. so here's 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 the last thing I'm going to ask you guys about, and before we say goodbye, uh, as far as fandoms are concerned. Um, has anybody ever fallen in love with something and then fell out of love with it based on, I don't know, maybe just got older or maybe it started sucking, as, <laughs> you know, or whatever it is. Like, Can you say that any of your fandom or, or is it like you just been riding with it to the, the wheels fall off? You're still on it. Um, anybody want to go first or oh, go ahead, JB. Oh, no, go ahead. All right. Um, for me, it was pro wrestling, and mm. I think wrestling is part of the nerd culture. It was something that I started watching with me, my dad, my brother, and my um, my now deceased uncle. Um, we started watching it together, and I watched everything. I went to every show that was here. I saw, if y'all know Goldberg, I saw Goldberg win his first championship here. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> like. It was just something I was just super into, and then one day I stopped, and I stopped for a long time. But then I came back, and, and, and I think wrestling is better now, now better than ever. It is. Um, especially now that it's out that a lot of wrestlers are nerds, and that nerd culture and wrestling kind of go hand in hand. I mean, if you really think about it, wrestling is anime for rednecks, and WrestleMania season finale. <laughs> You know, you know, it's so funny you say that. It's funny you say this because I have a similar, somewhat similar thing. When I was a kid, I watched wrestling, and this, this is going to really date me. 
I my favorite wrestler when I was a kid was the Iron Sheik. Okay, so that's how long ago. Nice. That, that's how long ago it was. You and should follow I, him on Twitter. And then I, I he's still alive. Wow. Uh, and then I I stopped watching it. Right. So I missed, like I just just stopped watching it. You know. And then I'm I didn't look. I'll be honest with you. Stone Cold Steve Austin, I only knew because I heard a, like people talk about him. I seen his face. I didn't really know who he was like that. Uh, the Rock, The Rock, for example, he was that guy that was on the Wyclef song. You know, like, like you know, like, like I, I thought I thought that was Wyclef's joint that that he was. I didn't know that was his catchphrase, right? Like, like you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. until he became like a movie star, I really didn't. I didn't I didn't, I didn't watch wrestling. So I didn't know, I, you know, I, I knew this one, this one girl that I was involved with, she was obsessed with the rock. So that's how kind of, I knew who he was. So she kind of was annoying with it, you know, like, cause she was like obsessed with this guy. Um, but so I missed all of that. I knew Rakishi only because everybody was sharing like the whole, his booty thing. The big butt. Right. Oh, wow. So his twin so, boys are killing it now, by the way. So, but here's the here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. A couple of just a couple of weeks ago, I was on um the internet on YouTube and uh I just saw in the corner, I was watching something that had nothing to do with wrestling, and it said the 1992 Royal Rumble. And I just looked at it, I watched the whole thing, and I'm like cracking up, right? Because this is so goofy, right? And it's a little it's a little homoerotic too. Uh, so, so I'm watching this, right. And, uh, and Ric Flair wins. Right. And it was pretty fun. It was, I had a good time. So I went on a rabbit hole and I started watching a bunch of the Royal Rumbles. Right. And then, um, and then I was like, you know what, maybe this is a good time to kind of see the rocks wrestling career. Like, cause it's all on YouTube and I'm sitting there busting up laughing. This, it was so funny. Like I'm sitting there cracking up. Like I didn't realize it was that funny. So I start calling my friends who are deep wrestling fans. I'm like, you didn't tell me The Rock was so hilarious. Like I had no idea, and I didn't know the whole <laughs> "it doesn't matter" was like his little catchphrase, or, or I knew the, the eyebrow thing, and I knew a couple yeah. of things. And I'm sitting there, and they're like, you know, this is ancient history, right? And I'm like, I'm like, it's new to me. So yeah. I started watching like uh, all of that stuff, and I for like. A, a solid couple of weeks i was like watching all the, the, the old wwe things but it's funny that you said it i'm not why i'm not watching the new stuff so i know oh. this is the guy roman reigns is the i gotta let me chime in on this so mm -hmm. i've been a wrestling fan ever since like, i was still i never stopped watching wrestling i'm watching mm. it to this day one thing stone cold actually just had a wrestling match oh wow at wrestlemania and it was 37 days ago Mm -hmm. See his old butt down somewhere. Oh, he like, no, yeah, no, 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 no,
hated watching wrestling though. I was like, oh, I hate when Corey comes over because we can't never watch the TV. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know like John John Cena was supposed to be this rapper dude, like and all of this Lord. stuff. And I that stuff was I was so not on my radar, but I'm just in the last two weeks. That's great. You know, in the last like couple of weeks, I've seen like a bunch of that stuff. Uh and I'm just cracking up. And my friend Josh, uh, who I do podcasts with. Um, he, he's a big wrestling guy mm. and I'm like calling him up. I'm like, man, this is funny, dude. And he's like, yeah, I know. I've been trying to get you to watch it. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, Hey man, I, you know, I'm, Hey, I'm, I'm at the party now. So I'm dead. If you want to see some good matches, I could point them out to you. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. It's a um, give AEW a shot. It is an amazing wrestling organization that just started up. They're only about three years old, but they're giving WWE a run for their money. But they are just as good. You and remember if you just want to see, he's wrestling. And if you want to see Doesn't, some people just uh, straight, straight lay into wrestling? each other, if if you want to see some people just straight lay into each other, I recommend New Japan Pro Wrestling because yes. they they put on classics. They put on bangers over there regularly. Oh, and some of the best that. matches I've ever seen come from them. All right. Doesn't The Rock have some type of platform where it's like wrestling or something he's working on? There's something it's that he's doing. XXF. It's football, the XXF. It's football. XXF. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I know he's doing something that's yeah. so, uh, 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 Oh, Anthony. What's up, Anthony? Frequent uh, con contributor to the show, Anthony Alston. Um, okay, so uh, real quick. So we got uh, JBs. Anybody had any fandoms that they were part of that they left or you know they stopped messing with because or you guys are just so uh for me uh i took a, a small well I, I had to take a small break from harry but i didn't i guess i didn't take an official break from harry potter but when jk rowling started being ridiculous uh i felt it was difficult to be a harry potter fan for a little while um because it was hard to like separate or i had to figure out how to separate uh the author from the work i guess um yeah, so for a little while it was yeah, hard to be a Harry Potter gross. fan, I guess. Yeah. So it was it was a little while for for a little while because I, I was like really, really deep in the Harry Potter fandom. I collect a lot of Harry Potter stuff. I have so much Harry Potter stuff. I cosplay some of it too. So it was hard for a little while to be a Harry Potter fan because I you know, I didn't want to be a proud Ravenclaw when like Jake Rowling was being stupid. Um so that was hard, but I mean, it was. Now I just, I just don't mention her. <laughs> just I'm a proud Ravenclaw, and I just ignore the books. Magically appeared. <laughs> I think that's like you know, meeting the celebrity. You know, when you like something so much, and then you find out uh, a person or celebrity or a person's likeness that their their real self is not what you would think it would be. It ruins your whole entire experience. And so I usually try not to meet people that I absolutely love now, even though I'm planning on meeting Thundercat. But uh, <laughs> and I manifest David Banner. Uh, <laughs> I met David Banner a couple weeks ago. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I got to meet him. I have been saying that I was going to meet David Banner for like a year. And my cousin was like, yeah, right. You're not going to meet David Banner. I was like, yes, I am. And then I sent her a picture with him standing at my uh, vendor table. I was like, I told you I was going to meet David Banner. And he gave me a hug and I'm never washing my body again. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that, that when you, some of the, some people just need to stay 
the creator. I just don't want to know anything about your personal because as soon as it comes out that you are less than uh, subpar as a human, I don't want to <laughs> deal with you anymore. My, my, my favorite rapper is now deceased. And um, I am hey, yeah, how'd you know? Doom is my favorite rapper, and uh, it, that would suck if I had met him and he was a, a dick, you know. And then I because I, I listen mm. to his music all the time, so that would be like I'd be like, great. I, I, I would have to hate, I would have to start hate listening or something. Or so, I don't, <laughs> you know, that, that would, yeah, that would suck sometimes. Yeah, I thought about that often, like if I met someone that I you know, and then if you had met him, what if it wouldn't have been? You don't ever know it was him. Oh yeah, that's because true, you know, right? so many people. Yeah, he would, yeah, he would have. Mask, he wouldn't right. even be on stage sometimes. He would have sent somebody with his same body build with his mask on. I kind of feel like though. I'm such a fan. I feel like I would know it's him. I'd be like, <laughs> if it was like a fake doom, I'd be like, dude, you're not doom. You're a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not, you're not, you're not doomed, dude. Like, but I know, yeah, he did, he did do that. Like, and 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 just as a side note, like, he does the interviews, and he's his interviews, like, very rarely has this guy done interviews, and his interviews are weird sometimes. The way that he his affect and the way he comes off. So, uh, I don't know. I could see meeting him, and it may not go the way you wanted it to go. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, I think that would be. Uh, my situation uh, is meeting somebody or because I, I the way that I think right like you know I don't know who's your guys favorite actors or something like you know like maybe like Denzel or somebody like that I, who I actually had a chance to meet he was really cool but um, but just think if he wasn't then I I love his movie so much like I was like I'd be like I have no more training day yeah you know <laughs> like, you know Jake was right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, let me watch his uh, spoiler alert. Let me just watch his death scene over again. I met Ghostface Killer and I was happy that he was a cool guy. He was really cool and he let me hug him. And um it was that was a really cool experience because I heard he's an asshole too when he wants to be. But <laughs> but he was a cool dude. Before before we go, let, let, let around the room, has anybody ever met? Any of their uh, their their idols or their you know their um, people that you're big fans of, uh, we we'll just go down the room. We'll we'll start off with you, uh, Melanie. Have you ever met anybody that you? Uh... Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I've met a couple of people. I, I did get to meet um, what's his name? Uh, Land the guy who plays Lando Calrissian. Why is his name escaping? Donald Donald Glover or or Benny, no, Billy, Billy D. D Williams. Billy D Williams. I did. Oh, okay. I, get, I got to be Billy D Williams while I was dressed as Lando Calrissian. <laughs> I did a, a female version of his, so that was cool. Uh, oh, wow. That was really fun. Yeah. So I, I got to meet him. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I think I've met a couple of people. Um, but mostly, sorry. So not. I guess on the music side. So I've met a lot of musicians. So I met uh, a lot of musicians, a lot of rappers, actually. Um, so that's always been fun. Mm. All right. What about you, Marcus? Have you had any opportunities? Yeah. Um, when you go to cons, you meet plenty of people. One of my favorite persons I ever spoke with was Billy West, who does so many different voices. Oh, wow. And also met like various different wrestlers. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what about you, JB? Um, he's funny he mentioned wrestlers because I met um Diamond Dallas Page last year. Oh, dope. Um, the nicest guy curses a lot. Um, <laughs> I did mention I I met David Banner a couple weeks ago. Um, that was super random. He was a super nice guy. 
I met uh, the majority of the voice actors that did the primary characters from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, wow. um, they were super nice, super funny. Um, Sean Schimmel is hilarious. Um, who else? I met Monique a couple times. That was different. Um, and let's see, I met Aaron Donald, the place for the Rams. Oh, he's a beast. Uh, yeah, man. He looks like Thanos, like for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I've met, I mean, living in Atlanta, you, you run into people, so we'd be here for a while. But yeah, I've run into quite a few. What about you, Alexis? Any, anybody that you. Uh, um, I've met. Uh, yeah, I met some of the voice actors from like My Little Pony, which I'm a huge My Little Pony fan, oh, uh, which was they were obviously very sweet. Friend, friendship um, is magic. Yes, and then I met Dan Fogler from uh, the Harry Potter series. He plays Jacob, the baker guy, and he was super okay. cute and squishy, and I love him. So much. I gave him a hug, and it was so awesome. I'm so cute. That, that's, that's my that's my homework assignment to watch. Uh, if we do when we do a part two, uh, I'll, I'll get in. Um, <laughs> I'll get in uh, a couple of Harry Potters. <laughs> Sorry, I should also mention that um, through my book club, uh, we meet a lot of the authors that write some of the books that we read. So I, I run a sci-fi sci-fi book club, and we have some of the authors that read that from the books that we read come and talk to us. So I've read, I've so met awesome. a lot of those authors. That's amazing. Oh, um, Sean McVay, I played against in high school. He's now the Rams head coach. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and I went to high school with Carrie Hilson. Oh man, oh. she yeah, she's nice. Man, she was <laughs> sweetheart, real sweetheart. Yeah, I don't know about her music, but okay. So uh, I mean, there's so many people I, I I've met uh, over the years. Um, as far as the rap game. I had a very cool experience. Um, so I used to work at a movie theater right out of high school and it was in Beverly Hills and they were having a premiere uh, for this movie called Rhyme and Reason. And it was a hip hop documentary and a big hip hop guy I grew up, you know, listening to hip hop. And if you, everybody that was in the movie was there uh, at, the, at the premiere, right? And Biggie was there. This was a week before he passed away. Oh, he wow. actually he actually passed away right up the street from where I'm at right now. And mm -hmm. I walked past the crime scene, didn't even know it that night until wow. the next morning. It's at the wow. Peters at the Peterson wow. Automotive. Uh, but he was there at my job a week before he died. That's he was crazy. there. Um, Redman was there, uh, Ice T was there, um, and then I mean uh uh, I, I'm Tribe Called Quest is my favorite group of all time. Uh, you know, they were there. But the cool, one of the coolest things was the Wu-Tang Clan was there. Ooh. And they were all there. Every single one of them was there. Wow. That you, well, that you, that you want to see. Because uh, <laughs> uh, it's just like, uh, it's like 100. It's, yeah, it's like 100 of them. But it was a lot of them there. And, <laughs> and the cool thing was that night, um, so they're smoking weed in the lobby, smoking blunts, right? <laughs> and um, so we had this really cornball a white guy who was a manager, and he called himself Trey. And um, so he's going nuts because all these rappers are smoking weed in the lobby, right? And But this is way before it was legal, right? And um, so Trey comes up to me, and I'm just, I'm an usher, right? And I'm like, my eyes are big, right? Because all my favorite rappers are in the lobby, right? And um, he goes up to me, and he goes, 
um, can you tell that gentleman over there to put out his cigar? And I looked at Trey and I said, okay, that gentleman over there is old dirty bastard. That's not a cigar. That's a blunt. I am not telling old dirty bastard to put out his blunt. Are you crazy? <laughs> so, so the manager goes over to old dirty. I shit you not. He says, Mr. Bastard. <laughs> There's no smoking in the lobby. <laughs> And he takes a big drag of his blunt and blows the smoke in his face and walks away. <laughs> you know? Hilarious. So, so he just had to go with the flow. <laughs> you know? That's hilarious. So uh, when when the movie was over and we the ushers, we opened the big doors, right? And it was like a Cheech and Chong movie. It was like a big cloud of smoke. Okay. Out. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. It was it was really cool. It was uh, very cool. And like I said, uh, Biggie was there, and uh, unfortunately, you know, he he died a week later. That was partly the reason why he was there, as well as the um, the award show that was a week later. But um, yeah, that was that was a pretty cool night as far as hip hop. But I've met all kind of you know I met Kobe, Kobe before. I'm a big basketball fan. Mamba. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, this was so much fun. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, and we got to do a part two. This was, uh, this was amazing. And there's so much more. I have like so many more notes that I didn't even get to, be, but that's how, you know, when you have a great conversation is, <laughs> is, uh, you know, we just let the conversation where it goes. So I want to start off. I always like to start off with the ladies and we're going to start off with Alexis. If you can, um, not only tell us, um, uh, how we can reach you, what should we be on the lookout for and whatnot? Ooh, um, I'm on Instagram. Um, you can find me. My personal Instagram is uh, at Lex underscore Arcana. It's kind of like a little pinup page. And then you can also find me at Ains and Elkie Stylehouse, which you can read on the screen right there. Um, <laughs> I, I produce events um, and I also design clothes for nerds. So come on by. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. And uh, Miss Melanie, uh, how can we get you on social media? And what should we be on the lookout for? And you have a podcast as well. I do, yeah. So I have a podcast called Let's Get Down to Disney. You can find us on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We talk about anything Disney related. If it's on Disney Plus, we talk about it. Um, and uh, you can find me at Miss Melanie anywhere on all of the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere, type in Miss Melanie, I will pop up. And uh, I have a book club, Chime Mirror Readers. Uh, we read a book a week. Um, we read sci-fi and fantasy books. And uh, yeah, check, find us, check us out. And um, I also cosplay, so you might see me at your next local con. All right, all right. And uh, just as a, a side note, before we get to the, the, the fellas, uh, a big shout out to uh, Madeline um, for hooking me up with uh, with JB, as well as big shout out to Cher, who's a, a friend to the show, who comes on all the time, was going to come on tonight, but she had double booked herself uh, for uh, Alexis and as Marcus as well. Uh, those are great friends of mine, and um, thank you so much. I, I would be remiss without uh, giving them a, a shout out. So uh, let's go to Marcus. How can we get you in social media, and what should we be on the lookout for with you? 
<laughs> I really don't have any projects. I'm just a everyday average Joe. I'm always in the community helping out doing different community events. So you can just find me on Instagram just to see some of the things that we do throughout the city of Jacksonville and uh, right there on your, uh, on your window there. But I'm also a part of what's known as the DIM project, which is like um, it's a center which helps women escape from the things like um, sex trafficking and sex trade. So if you know any woman who's going through like different troubles or looking to get away or maybe just got out of prison and looking to get a fresh start, definitely look at the DIMP ministry or the DIMP project.com dot org. All right. All right. And and thank you so much for doing that work. This work is so important and definitely needed. So. Thank you. Um, all right. And JB, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? And what should we be on the lookout for with you? Dang, that was tough on the follow. All right. You can find me. <laughs> you can find me at JB versus the world on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, I have my Twitter, JBV the world, because versus was just too long for it. And you can find me on my search, my central hub at JB versus the world.com. Look out for my Dr. Strange review. I'm doing a non-spoiler this week. Well, in a couple of days, and then I'll be following, following up with a spoiler review soon after that. So if you want to talk Dr. Strange with me, you can follow my YouTube right there, and you can argue with me on Twitter about it if you want to. I'm there all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm going to spoil uh, Dr. Strange just a little bit. Uh, he does magic in this one. <laughs> oh, you rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and it was strange. <laughs> no, I haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, but I, you know, I may see it this week. That sounds good. You should. Uh, and uh, Mosaic, how can we get you in social media and all that good stuff? You can find me. I'm not Miss Melanie, but uh, you can oh, find me. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There we go. My bad. I hit the wrong I one. am. You can find I just me on Instagram. <laughs> at Mosaic Star. Um, you can find me on Twitter at, at Mosaic. Um, or you can find me at Mosaic Star on Clubhouse as well. Um, new and upcoming stuff. Still working on the biz. Still working on getting stuff together. Trying to get this uh, beauty products together. Also still working with homeless youth ages tw tw uh, 18 to 24, helping them get housed and teaching them life skills and, you know, going off on a few every now and then who try to get a little crazy. But, you know, we, we doing it. We doing the Lord's work out here. <laughs> Keeping the children off the street. Nice. All right. Amen. All right. All right. And, uh, of course, you can get me at Kente F on uh, Twitter, Kente Ferguson on Instagram. And, of course, the website is theindyradio.com. That's the I-N-D-Y radio.com. Tomorrow night, uh, Right here, the same uh, same network. Uh, we have our show pilot season. That's a show where we take a look at TV show pilots uh, through. A, we do comedy and drama. And tomorrow night, our two shows that we're going to be covering is uh, the pilot of The Office, as well mm -hmm. as the pilot for The Sopranos. So Ooh. I love so, The Office so much. <laughs> and, and I'm actually well, I, I, I've never seen. Uh, the office, so this is my first time. So, we did this thing called Virgin Alert where one of the panelists hasn't seen the show. That's so, awesome. this week I'm the virgin. So, for that, <laughs> for that show, but uh, shows that we've done so far, we started off with Get Smart, uh, we yeah. did Homicide Life on the Street, uh -huh. we did uh, 
we did um, Gilligan's Island, we did Lost. Uh, of course, it was an island theme that day. Uh, <laughs> we did uh, we did uh, Golden Girls, as well as uh, what was the show we did? Oh, Twin Peaks, with uh, awesome. with uh, Golden Classic. Girls. So, uh, and then last week we did uh, X Files, and uh, I think that's what the one we did with the Golden Girls. My bad. So yeah, we've done uh, quite a bit of stuff. So uh, so some of the shows that we're going to do in the future is uh we're gonna do um uh breaking bad i'm sure and we're gonna do uh um sanford and son and uh, uh living single uh or shows that we're gonna cover so we're gonna do like all over the the gambit so um and uh at some point we're gonna do battle battlestar galactica that was a really great show too nice so, that was nice so, so um but yeah we're we're covering a lot of shows that one's called pilot season and um, that's tomorrow. It starts at 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, uh, 7 Eastern. And we will cover both of those programs. So that's tomorrow. You guys have a great rest of your week. And God bless. Good right. black, y'all. Peace.